Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, low oil prices and ExxonMobil has tightened its spending belt, slashing capital outlays by 33% in the first quarter. And it was actually forced to borrow money in order to meet dividend payments. We'll find out more about oil and stocks. But right now, let's go to Catherine Cowdery in the Bloomberg Newsroom for a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you, Pim. While the downward momentum continues on Wall Street today, the S&P 500 is headed for its worst two-day drop since February and the disappointing earnings reports. Elliott Scientist is the biggest drag on the benchmark index after its profit fell short of analyst estimates on lower-than-expected sales of its hepatitis C treatments. And Apple is declining for a seventh session. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. Radio Dow Industrial Average is down 100.6 tenths of a percent, trading at 17,730. S&P 500 down 16.3 quarters of a percent to 2,059. The Nasdaq is down 41.78 of a percent to 47.64. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil down two cents a barrel to 46.01. Spot Gold is up $29.40 the ounce at 12.9590. Ten-year Treasury up two thirty seconds with a yield of one point. Among today's top business stories, Rovi has agreed to buy the digital video recording pioneer TiVo in a deal valued at $1.1 billion. A story from Bloomberg's Charlie Callett. Catherine Rovi provides on-screen guides for pay TV listings. The offer breaks down to $2.75 a share in cash and $7.95 a share in common stock of the new company. Rovi is based in Santa Clara. TiVo is based in San Jose. The deal combines two TV technology patent holders at a time when cable operators like Comcast and tech companies including Google, Apple, and Amazon are all vying for control of the household set-top box. Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio. AstraZeneca and Pfizer are said to be among the firms that are considering a counter-offer for Medivation, challenging Sanofi's $9.3 billion bid for the company. People familiar with the matter say Novartis is also exploring a bid. Medivation has rejected Sanofi's offer, saying it substantially undervalues the company. And now let's get an update of some of the other stories we're following today on Bloomberg Radio. Catherine, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. Russia and China are asking the United States to back off on a plan to install an anti-ballistic missile system to protect South Korea. White House Press Secretary Josh Ernest. That uh, equipment would be oriented toward the threat that is posed by North Korea, not oriented toward China or Russia. President Obama today announced what he called common sense steps to curb gun violence. They include requirements that smart guns would have to meet for law enforcement agencies to buy and use them. Smart guns use new and enhanced safety technology to prevent accidental shootings or to track down a missing gun. Indiana Governor Mike Pence today endorsed Ted Cruz for president. The Texas senator spoke to reporters during a campaign stop in Fort Wayne. I think Governor Mike Pence is an optimistic, positive, unifying force, a strong leader who I respect. 
Indiana's primary is Tuesday. Atlantic City's casinos won an immediate vote on bills that could increase profitability and let the state take over the city's finances. The Casino Association of New Jersey called on Assembly Speaker Vincent Prieto today, asking him to post his version of an Atlantic City aid package, one of two competing measures being considered by the state legislature. Global News, 24 hours a day. Powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Catherine? Thank you. And now let's get a quick update of the equity benchmarks. Dow Industrial Average is down 67 points, narrowing earlier losses. Trading at 17,763. S&P 500 down 13 points at 2,063. NASDAQ down 34 points at 47.71. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Oil, Texas tea, oil prices lower. What does that mean for the profits of large integrated oil companies such as ExxonMobil and Chevron? Well, it means you're making less money. But should you invest in these companies? Let's find out from Libby Tudus, partner, portfolio manager, Cushing Asset Management, with $4.3 billion of assets under management, joining us from Dallas, Texas. Libby, thanks very much for being with us. Go ahead. Tell us about ExxonMobil and Chevron and what this means for an investment opportunity. Yeah, I think I think you kind of said it, Pim. Is, you know, first quarter results show they continue to struggle in this low commodity price environment. Uh, there were some bright spots because they are both big diversified energy companies. So businesses that are more what we call the downstream part of the supply chain that benefit in low commodity prices, they did well. But the bottom line, the broader implications here are that big energy companies need to figure out how to adapt to a more moderate crude environment. I will say on both calls, you did hear a commitment from management to their distributions. Exxon's about a 3.5% yield. Chevron uh, is about uh, 4, I think it's 4.2. So I do think that the businesses, um, although struggling, uh, are continuing to, to, to move forward. Uh, Chevron, uh, they've got a lot of large uh, creative projects coming online in, in the second quarter. Um, and I think that uh, these, these are good companies for, for investors to look at. Tell me about the strategy of acquisitions in order to replace reserves at a company like, let's say, ExxonMobil or Chevron, buying natural gas properties, for example. Yeah, I, I think that um, – and, and Exxon kind of shied away from uh, much in the way of M&A commentary, but they uh, – both companies have big, solid balance sheets and, and could. But when you're uh, in a low-commodity price environment, it's much more expensive to drop and drill a will than to spend a dollar of CapEx to buy existing production. So whether it is some weaker players that go into bankruptcies uh, or it is other players who uh, – maybe are having a harder time standing on their own, you better believe that, that both companies are kind of sharpening uh, their, their pencils right now and trying to figure out how to add production in the most cost-efficient manner. How can people add to their portfolio stocks that may be targets of these large integrated oil companies? What are some of the characteristics? 
Well, I, th I think what you want to look for is companies that are in uh, the more prolific basins, uh, meaning basins that have a lot of growth potential, basins that have geology that allow them to have a very low finding and development costs, uh, and basins where you have midstream companies uh, that are committed to building uh, the infrastructure. Because as you know, no matter how much you find, if you can't get it to market, uh, or have the optionality to get it to several markets, it doesn't matter. So you've got to look for companies that, that are in, in that, uh, have those uh, characteristics. Master Limited Partnerships and Yield. Tell us where is it safe and where is the opportunity? Yeah, I think that uh, in this pricing environment, uh, you want to be with the businesses that, that can uh, prosper uh, in a moderate uh, uh, pricing environment. And midstream business is all about the volumes. Now, the companies in the midstream business tend to, on average, have a significantly higher yield here. Um, and we need about $470 billion, this is a recent industry report, National Gas Association, of infrastructure to be built. So these master limited partnerships are going to be the companies to build it because the Exxon and the Chevrons of the world, they don't want to spend their CapEx. Right now, they're trying to, to keep the business together. they got to spend their CapEx on, as you said, replacing existing production. So these master limited partnerships are going to be the beneficiary of, of and be the guys that are going to build out the infrastructure. So you got a nice income component and a growth component if you own a uh, master limited partnerships. Why have so many master limited partnerships traded lower? when they are not necessarily connected to the price of oil or natural gas. Yeah, it, it was it was amazing to see that last year oil service stocks performed better than master limited partnerships when when they truly don't have the majority of them don't have this pricing connection. I would say um in in the fear of the big decline in in crude oil, uh, even natural gas companies, kind of the baby got thrown out with the bathwater. Now, I will say you have to be selective. There are about 150 stocks in the energy, publicly traded energy infrastructure universe, which we also call MLP universe, and not all of these companies are going to continue to do well. Not all of these companies are going to be able to sustain their distributions. So you have to be selective, but there are plenty of good companies that over the next decade plus are, are going to be um, uh, be able to do well, and they're basically on sale right now because they got dragged down as crude oil dropped 75%. Thank you very much for spending time with us. Libby Tudos. Tudos is a partner and portfolio manager at Cushing Asset Management and giving us details about investing in energy companies such as Exxon and Chevron. Right now, taking a look at crude oil, it is basically unchanged at $45.98 for a barrel of West Texas Intermediate Crude. Natural gas, though, moving higher today by more than 3.5% at $2.15 per million BTU. This is Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on Taking Stock, a look at companies and their corporate earnings. With more than 300 companies in the S&P 500 already reporting their quarterly results, we'll find out the trends. That's next. <laughs> 